I'm Jay. I'm Adrian. And together we are the, the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. <laughs> I'm gonna cut you. I think I just peed. Buckle up. We're back in the closet. Welcome to episode number 129 of Back in the Closet with the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. And today our very special guest is none other than Cat Lady Justin, otherwise known as The Kitty Boss. Thank you so much <laughs> for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me on your brilliant podcast. I love it. So I'm honored and grateful to be here. You, I love you a fellow, look so dapper. You do look dapper. That's the <laughs> word I was looking for. Yes. I know. People yeah. Are- I just, well, I mean, if you like little kitty cat pins, kitty cat patches, then then yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's looking sharp for sure. I know everyone in the podcast who's listening, I can't see how dapper you look, but rest assured, he is indeed a dapper cat man. And it's it's <laughs> rare, right? Like how rare is it to be a cat man in the cat world? So, you know, I think you'd be surprised. So uh, one statistic I like to throw around a lot is that um, cats are actually the number one companion animal in the world. In the United States, it's been like that for a very long time. And in the UK, as of, I think it's 2018, I, I, all I remember is that it was, it was a December only a few years ago. Uh, cats surpass dogs in the UK as the number one companion animal. So I think the truth is, is you see so much dog stuff out there, but you don't see as much cat stuff out there. And that's because a lot of cat people are in the closet. They're closet cat people. Here we sit. And here we sit in our closet. Yes. Okay. Yep. So the has got us distracted. Let's do a little intro because you are someone that we've just only met this year and you have a lot of really exciting things in the works. Uh, you're doing amazing things for our feline companion animals. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know know you yet, uh, could you do a short intro for everybody? Sure. So so my name is is Justin and I call myself Cat Lady Justin. It's a little tongue in cheek. It's just it's just something I like. And uh, so what I do is uh, I, the, the tagline for the kitty boss is pick, pamper and protect your practically perfect pussycat for a lifetime of unconditional love. And that's because what I'm aiming to do is help people to pick the practically perfect pussycat for you and then to help them pamper their pets so that you imprint on each other. And then the final step is to uh, to protect your pet properly for a lifetime of unconditional love. And the reason I'm doing that is because there are so many cats out there that need adoption, but there are so many people out there who might be lonely. Uh, I was one, my parents were both one. And uh, so who need a cat, but, they want one, but they think they can't have one. And they think they can't have one because it's going to be too expensive or it's going to be too time consuming. So I don't have the time. I don't have the money. And I want to show people the easy way because cats can be the easiest mammal uh, to own. I mean, maybe a snake is easier or whatever, but you know, because you just what feed it once a week. But the easiest mammal to own as a pet is a cat. A dog takes roughly a minimum of an hour a day of your time. Well, you could get away with, I don't recommend it, but you could get away with about 10 minutes a day to take care of a cat. So in my book, unlike other books, it's not super thick like this. It's super thin because I'm just trying to show you the easy way to get a cat so that you you can choose it, you can adore it, it adores you, and you can take care of it for potentially 30 years and save you the 10 to 20 year learning curve from, you know, picking the wrong cat and uh, and then you're thinking of getting rid of it, surrendering it or all these awful things. And and I just want to show people, or worse, 
you do what I did, which is spend 10 years with no cat, having grown up with them, and going nuts and buying all kinds of ridiculous things. I collected uh, plush toys of sheep, and I have hundreds of them. And it was a ridiculous, uh, it looked like something out of one of the movies where you have a, a guy with a, a, an unusual uh, hoarding habit. And it, it was honestly just because I needed a cat. It wasn't a wanted one. It was I needed that animal, that companionship in my life. And so it, it, it got to that point. And I don't even care about those plush toys or whatever anymore because I got my two cats. So I think there's a lot of people out there who need a cat. And I want to show them that, yes, you can have one. It doesn't have to be difficult, but you do have to learn a few things so that you can do it the easy way. So not necessarily for a fosterer or a rescuer. Those people are brilliant. They're saints. Thank God for them out there because there's, of course, ways to deal with a difficult or problem cat. And I refer people to some amazing behaviorists who, who you guys know as well, uh, who uh, take care of you if you have a problem cat. But I'm hoping to show people that nah, it doesn't have to be that way. You don't need a book this thick. You don't have to build a super highway in your house. It doesn't have to be my cat from hell. Most cats are not like that. Those are exceptional Hollywood sensationalized stories, which are hilarious and they're fun and they're great. But most cats are not like that. And if you choose it the right way, you'll have an easy life and uh, you won't regret it. So anyway, so that's that's kind of who I am and why I do what I do. Well, and the, and the cats always end up taking care of us anyway, right? <laughs> more, more than even us taking care of them. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole other Oprah, <laughs> as my, my old old coach used to say, uh, because, yeah, there, there are, of course, a ton of, of people who understand and know that cats are healers. Now, the uh, s uh, sort of the alternative or complementary community of, of healing, holistic healing knows this. Uh, for example, Reiki masters know that cats will go to areas where there are negative energy and they'll they'll sit on it uh, to help heal it and that the females will dissipate it and the males will hold on to it more. And so they know that. However, the scientific community caught on uh, not that long ago, actually, maybe maybe 10, 15 years ago. And a lot of universal studies have shown and proven that the cat purrs and that that vibration of the purr that that resonates at a frequency that actually reduces the cortisol level in humans and lowers your stress. So actually, cats do heal you. They do help you. Uh, in many ways, if you let them in. And I think that's a miracle because if there is such a def such a thing in existence, because what other animal, insect, or, or any life form that you know that actually does this thing that vibrates and, and heals you? I don't know of another animal on this planet that does that. Do you? No, no we do not. No, we do not. I, it's, it's, so, it's so interesting. And Perfect. It is perfect. <laughs> I have to go back for a moment, uh, just because I, I imagine I'm not the only person here with this question right now. Can we go back to the sheep for just a second? <laughs> just yes. a second. Because w what's curious to me is why sheep and about how many are, were, are, are we talking? <laughs> so the, the truth is, is why sheep? I don't know other than they're cute. Like, why didn't I co yeah. collect plush cats? That's a great question. I don't know. Maybe you need to ask my therapist, but uh, but I actually don't know that they're cute. I do like wool as a fabric in general. I think it's sustainable. It's great. There's there's uh, like sheep poo paper that they make in Wales out of sheep poo. You can actually make paper out of the poo of a sheep or an elephant. Uh, and so there's there's so many 
awesome things about you know this animal that you can you can do that it makes it like a sustainable marvel for this earth uh so i think that's part of it but all the part of it they're cute you know you got sean the sheep that little animated thing and 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 it's just a cute little animal that people have readily made into cute plush toys and so i i i don't know the exact number but there are at least two to three hundred of them of different sizes. So, so there's some of them were about like this big, like Beanie Baby style. I also remember one Easter when I was still in California, actually. Um, I forget which drugstore chain. It might have been Rite Aid or one of them came out with uh, on Easter time plush sheep, but they were gigantic. They were like this. They were huge oh. and they were adorable. And I must, I think I bought 10 of them. Wow. I bought 10 of them in my little apartment in LA. I, I bought 10 of them. I was in Winnetka, California at the time, if anyone knows where that is. But th- I bought so many of these things and they traveled with me internationally because they were so important to me. Oh, they came God. with me overseas when I, I moved first to France and then to the United Kingdom. So I still do actually have most of them. I think I, I gave up one or two, but, uh, or, or they got lost or something. But, uh, it's it was it was overboard. It was really now that I look back, I think now that's over, that's not even a collection. That's like an obsession type of thing, because a collection would be some, you know, crockery and some, you know, decorations here and there and maybe, you know, a dozen or so plush toys. But I, I, I you know, <laughs> I filled the <laughs> attic with them. <laughs> and you were cured of this obsession by your two beautiful babes. No, even the first one. So I got Emily, and two years later, I got Charlotte. So as soon as Emily arrived, I didn't care about these things. I was perfectly happy to bag them up and throw them in the attic. And I didn't need to play with them. I didn't need them anymore. Uh, you know, I used to even animate them because I, I I was an actor before. I did voices for like video games and radio and stuff. So um, so I can do voices. So I used to actually animate these things and give them little voices and personalities. And it was like I, I'd actually build a whole character around these things. So so some of the, one of them was really nasty and aggressive. Actually, another one was uh, a lot more like funny and jokey. Another one was just this dopey, lovable thing. But I gave them all these personalities and voices. So. So I, I really went overboard with this. Oh, wow. <laughs> that I, is so interesting. Imagine the TikTok videos you can make with that. Oh, my God. That was a long time ago and maybe uh, borderline embarrassing or, or, or psychotic. But you know. <laughs> And like I said, I'm into cats. You know, I always was into cats, but now I kind of don't don't really care about those sheepies anymore. Uh, well, so tell, tell us, us about your girls a little bit. Yeah, well, and tell us. Actually, I want to go back even further. When did you get your first cat? And or or the first cat that you fell in love with. So I I was born with with cats because my family, my my parents, my grandparents all loved cats. My dad even I remember him telling me a story of when he was in medical school. My dad's a medical doctor, uh, now retired, but he used to have this brilliant cat that he would study with, and the cat would sit on top, and he, the book would be here, and dad would be here, and every time dad would get to the bottom of the page, he'd just look up, and the cat would turn the page for him. So I'm like, whoa, that's really cool. I haven't managed to find a genius like that yet. Although my cats do understand language, uh, which I've put to the test. But that's that's another story. But so I I was really born with cats. Both my parents love cats. So you know when my when my parents separated, they both, again like me, spent about ten years without a cat, and not maybe going as bonkers as I did, but still longing for a cat and then finally getting one 10 years afterwards. 
And it was like, you know, I should have got this a long time ago. And I know I've been trying to tell you, you should have got this a long time ago. It isn't hard. It isn't difficult, is it? No, no, it's wonderful. So they, they, they both, we've all loved cats. We all grew up with cats. Like I said, even my grandparents had cats. And so I think it's just something I was born with and born into. And heck, maybe I was an Egyptian in a past life because, uh, you know, I've always loved, it's like in the DNA. So to me, it's that. I mean, the first cat, let's say this lifetime that I fell in love with was my cat, Leah, who was a beige Persian. So she was this gorgeous, giant, fluffy thing, beige. Uh, I had her, I, I was four when, I had, when we first got her. And um, she's named actually after my grandmother. I have a grandmama named Leah. And um, she was just this great little companion animal. So I, you know, because I also play piano. So she'd sit with me and listen to the piano and all that kind of stuff. And, and I, I'll never forget the day because we, we actually snuck her in to an apartment because we, we weren't, we didn't grow up wealthy or anything. So we lived in, in smaller apartments in a condo. And eventually my parents bought a house and all that. But, uh, but when we were in the apartment, we actually snuck her in and we weren't, there was no pets in that particular place. Leslie Towers, I'll never forget it. It was in uh, Michigan and uh, Southfield, Michigan. And then uh, I remember we moved to a condo, Franklin Point Drive in, in Michigan as well. And that was also no pets. But my parents, for some reason, weren't willing to sneak the cat in there. They didn't think that would work. So we actually surrendered it. Now, thank God, close family friends adopted her. So Sandy and Hezi Shoshani adopted her. Uh, God, you know, rest their souls now. But um, they adopted her. And so she lived the rest of her life in a loving, amazing home. I mean, really loving. I mean, they were very excellent uh, animal people. I mean, he was actually a director at a zoo. So he, he knew about animals and that was his whole life. So, so I, I'm, I'm grateful for that. But I was obviously miserable when we had to do that. And I didn't help my mental health growing up as a kid, the fact that we had to surrender my beloved cat. And then we got another one, Iggy when finally we bought a house and moved to Huntington Woods, Michigan and, and lived there until I went to college. So, so finally we had Iggy, but, uh, but the first one was Leah, this fluffy, you know, beige Persian. Oh, I love that. And what about your babes now? How long have you had them? How old are they? So they're, they're, my longest relationships. They're, they're <laughs> so the inspiration behind the kitty boss, right? Like they are. Yeah. I mean, they, they are really, cause I mean the, 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 um, sort of uh, the reason I say Kitty Boss is because it's who's the boss really, you or Kitty. And that's, of course, a wink at my one of the shows I grew up watching, Who's the Boss? And then, of course, it's also uh, I, I took inspiration from um, uh, the Lady Boss who created a movement for female empowerment and called it the Lady Boss. And it's, it's, it's a Caitlin, I think her name is, something like that. Now, she's a fitness person. And obviously, I'm not a, a follower of hers because I'm, I'm, I'm neither female nor, uh, nor a super fitness oriented, although I'm fit and I keep fit, but it's just not my, uh, my obsession. So the Kitty Boss is, is really, you know, looking to create a movement for feline empowerment. <laughs> so if you, want, if you want it like that way, because I always like to tell everyone who knows me, they know I love people. I get along great with everyone. But I like cats better. And it's just it, it's just a thing like like when lockdowns came and, you know, I was like, this is great. I don't have to go to networking events. I don't have to meet people. I can just stay in my house with my two cats. This is bliss. This is heaven. And, I, and literally, I'm not wishing for more problems in society, but I'm, for me, it wasn't a problem at all. I, I loved it. So 
So to me, that's kind of, they, they are the inspiration behind it, but also it's also the fact that I observed that there's, there's this misconception out there that it's too expensive, that it's too time consuming to have a cat. And there's so many people that, that deserve a cat. They need one. And if I could just show them that it's, it doesn't have to be hard. You just got to do these, make these moves, these easy moves and you're done. And, and I think that's, and, and you'll be happy you did. So I think that's, that's kind of the inspiration without it. So to directly answer your question, my longest relationships are Emily and Charlotte, my cats. And so Emily is 11. She turned 11 in May and uh, she's uh, just, she's not a purebred anything. She's a domestic short hair. And if you follow me on social media, you'll see tons of photos of her. I have literally, I think, about 10,000 in my phone. And, um, and Charlotte is uh, nine. She actually turned nine this week on September the 2nd. So, so let's wish Charlotte a happy birthday. She's, not, she's downstairs eating, but you know, Charlotte's birthday was this week. And she is, a again, not a purebred anything because I prefer it that way. She's a very fluffy... Uh, tortoise shell and white so calico and white uh long hair or semi long hair and so absolutely stunning cat again if you you know stalk me on social media you'll see enough pictures and videos of charlotte and they're really you know the loves of my life at this point so that's why i'm also obsessed with their longevity because i want them to live to 30 you know, the longest lived cat was 38. So it's entirely in the realm of possibility for a cat to make it to 30. So I'm doing everything in my power for that to happen because I want to ensure their well-being and longevity for as much as I can in, of course, you know, peak health, not in like, you know, a cat in, in diapers that can't walk. But I mean, in perfect health, I want yeah. them to stick around as long as possible. Yeah, quality right. of life is is important. And how about Charlotte and Emily? Do they do they enjoy they each other? Oh yeah. So they, I don't know. I, I, so they're not they're, they're not sisters, and they're not uh, they're not like cuddling and sleeping together all the time. But they they do get along. They do get along well. They don't play that much together because uh, I think Charlotte's more playful than Emily anyway. So I play with Charlotte more than with Emily. But but they don't they don't fight. They've never hurt each other. You know, the, the, the absolute worst that they that's happened is Emily hiss a char, hisses at Charlotte you know, just to tell her, you know, my territory, you know, don't bug me. I'm older, even though I'm smaller, I'm older. It's whatever. And so but they, they've never harmed each other or attacked each other. I've never had an incident where, you know, there's there's blood or anything like that. That's never happened. So so I'm lucky. But also, like I said, I, I do the right things to make sure that happens. So it's it's really interesting. So that's hmm. so do they get along? Yeah, they get along. Well, I wish they would get along better, like sleep together and all of that. But it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, my, my mom doesn't get along that great with her sister. <laughs> so it's, what am I going to expect? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's fine. It's and, fine. And how did they come to you? Was it, was it just that moment where you realized I'm going, I'm going to. Yeah. Did you go to a shelter or did you find them on so, the street? Or no, so, so the shelter thing. So I do encourage shelters and I think that's the best place to adopt the cat. But at the time. This is going, you know, when, when I got Emily first, we, uh, I, I was with someone at the time that went away six years ago and I'm with someone else now. But the point is, is when, when that happened, it, it's, um, we went on something called Gumtree, which is a bit like our version of Craigslist. I don't even know if that still exists, but, uh, but at the time it was big. And so we went on there and there was a family in Clifton 
because uh, I, I reside in Nottingham, England. Uh, I'm not, you know, I have a British passport, but I'm not British. So, uh, but, but I'm here. And so we went there and it, there was a family with, you know, kittens to adopt. And I think they just kind of made some side money doing that because it was about 35 British pounds for a kitten. And that's reasonable. So we, 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 we checked it out and we checked out a bunch of them, but there was the one that the video was like, wow, okay, now if that cat will have us, like when we meet that one there, I, don't, we, I didn't know if it was female or male because it was a tiny thing. And I was like, but the eyes, whatever it was, just magnetized. So I was like, if that cat accepts us, that's the one. And sure enough, you know, that was Emily. So that's so Emily just came like that. Charlotte was a similar situation, except that uh, my you know former partner's uh, colleague at work had a neighbor that was getting rid of ten kittens because he had two cats, and both cats got pregnant and had a litter, and so this asshole decided to not only get rid of the kittens but get rid of the cats as if it's like their fault. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's why I, I apologize. I, I didn't ask you in advance if it was okay to use an expletive. Oh, so, it's fine. <laughs> no, I apologize for that. But there's no other word for that because, I mean, I understand you can't keep 10 kittens. That's a lot for most people, but uh, not for our mutual friend who has 17. But but um, but for, but to get rid of the actual two cats, I thought that's going too far. So the colleague was asking around and saying, you know, can anyone, does anyone want a cat? And we had been thinking of another, of another cat for a while. And we knew that it was probably better to get him, uh, get him or her now, you know, in other words, when Emily was only two and still very young, as opposed to, you know, Emily getting really, really entrenched and being the only cat. So, so that's, that's, so we like, sure. So we went to go visit and I kind of had in mind that I wanted a ginger. I wanted an orange cat. Um, but, as you know, one of the things I teach is to to try not to be stuck on a specific cosmetic like that. So so I went there with an open mind, and there was a ginger boy cat there who didn't give us the time of day, didn't care about it, couldn't care less. It was not interested in the least. So I was like, that's the wrong cat. There was one cat out of the entire litter that was interested, and that was Charlotte, and she was interested. And so that's how she came about. And when we went to go pick up Charlotte. The most amazing thing happened. We had the cat carrier and everything because she she had to be adopted prematurely because this was an emergency. So she was only six weeks when we took her far too early. But it was either that or, you know, I, God knows what this guy would have been doing. And so we, we, we went to pick her up. The mom cat. Yeah. Wait, you, know, wait, you, froze. you froze for a second. Wait, you froze at like just the you right time. The mom cat. The mom cat. What? So the mom cat, who I would have loved to have taken as well, the mom cat um, actually picked Charlotte up, you know, like the cats do by the nape of the neck and deposited her in our cat carrier. So it was like, thank you. And I wanted to take the mom cat, too, because she was super friendly. But, you know, we could have only one. <laughs> Wow, what a beautiful story. That's so precious. Oh, I love that. Oh. The mom knew that she belonged with you. I'm gonna cry. That I know is so that. precious. <laughs> okay, so let's it, talk about I know I, I love how time flies when you're having a good conversation, but I want to really dig into so you've got social media up, you've got some big things in the works. 
So, yeah, yeah. So we got big things in the works, and and what I'm what I so what I'm proposing to do for people is to sift, sort, and separate all the junk that's out there on the internet and everywhere else, and to omit all the stuff that's questionable or not really necessary, and just present what works, and that way, hopefully, attract people uh, and encourage a million more people to adopt the cat because that would have a significant impact on the pet population as well as the lonely human population. So, so that's kind of the big dream there. And so I'm putting together, of course, you know, through networking and meeting the, the, the best, the absolute best people with the greatest products and the services that are out there, which is how we met. Cause I was like, these products are miraculous. I, you know, I have them, I use them every day now, <laughs> but, but it's just, uh, so, so that's kind of the aim there. So as I'm building, you know, right now we have social media. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, I do have a TikTok, but I'm not that, I don't really know how to use it very well yet. So, so, so the main ones are Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, and I have a YouTube which just streams the interviews that I do on my podcast. So there's a co- podcast as well called The Kitty Boss. And, you know, and in Facebook, we also have a private Facebook group. So I, I would welcome and embrace anyone to follow or join the group and, and just be a part of that. Uh, soon, coming soon, I, I just met with a designer last week. We're going to have a website that will present a little bit more about uh, opportunities to, uh, like, for example, join our mailing list where we won't turn your inbox into a litter box. So I'm not going to be spamming you daily. But what I'll do is uh, is just present, you know, some stuff, some summaries when it comes up and also to announce when the actual book, The Kitty Boss, comes out and the, and the course that I have along with it, because I'll be doing a course that, again, I think because I have the attention span of a cat, uh, I don't, I, I can't stand these things that you, you do a course and there's 52 lessons and they're each like four hours long. I'm like, yeah. you got to be joking. You know, give me a refund now. I don't care how good it is. I'm not going to sit through that much stuff. I don't want to, I like you, but not that much. You know, I don't want to see you for three hours a day. So I think for me, it's, it's, it's important for that. So I think, you know, I'm going to keep them to five, maybe 10 minute max lessons go over the main principles of the book maybe a little deeper and with some extra stuff to download and things and and so it'll be hopefully really nice like that and so as i release those and launch those things i'll announce them to people on the mailing list so so that's all of that's coming soon in the next let's say month or two and for now what i'd like people to do is to you know follow me join sort of the kitty boss movement and and help us share and care about our feline friends I love that. And so for uh, for everybody watching right now or listening, uh, the links to all of his social, the Kitty Boss social media and podcast is in the are in the description here. Um, so go, you know, find your favorite. If you're a Twitter person, if you're a Facebook person, YouTube, whatever, uh, subscribe. And uh, so that you guys can get the updates and find out when all this awesome stuff is happening. Do you have a date set, uh, Justin, for for launching stuff, no, I don't have a firm date yet because I only just met with the designer. So I'll I'll announce even like a firm date with everyone soon. Uh, you know, as soon as I have a date and saying we're actually going to launch it on this date. So it's early days, as we say here in England. But it's it's just. Uh, but I have a lot of posts already. So there's there's you know over a hundred posts. I have over a hundred episodes of the Kitty Boss already. I've done lots of short form episodes about little topics, everything from. Uh, feline, you know, kidney things to uh, all kinds of stuff that I, I, I talk about teeth most recently. Right now I'm doing a liver thing. 
So it's just great little little things. And then I also do the occasional interviews with people like you guys and other people. Um, I'm doing one tomorrow, for example, which I then live stream and, and post on the podcast as well. So it just be great, whatever whatever's easiest for people to consume. So the information, if you follow me everywhere, is going to obviously be repetitive. But if there's a if there's a platform that you like best, whether it's you know Instagram or Facebook or this, but the advantage of the sort of the Facebook group is that you can ask questions. So when I go live with someone, I always welcome anyone who has a question. Like tomorrow, I go live with a behaviorist and chaplain for cats, obviously, and so it'll be really interesting if anyone has particular questions uh, for uh, you know around around that. Because one thing I want to find out, because actually right now is. Uh, suicide prevention week from the 4th to the 10th of September. So I was actually curious and interested is do, do cats, you know, is, does that even exist? Uh, that concept cats that commit suicide? The answer might be no, I don't know. Uh, and so it's a question for the expert, the behaviorist, because that's actually something I don't know. Uh, so I find that to be very, very interesting and topical as well. Actually today is, is also my mother's birthday, by the way, my mother. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mom! So, uh, so yeah, she's she she. I think she listens to my podcast, but I don't know if she'll listen to this one. But it is her birthday, so I'll let her know that you guys wish her a happy birthday. And of course, uh, if if you're watching this later, uh, today is the ninth uh, of is it the ninth? Okay. No, sorry. It's the, so so sorry. So tomorrow is my mother's birthday. Uh, today is the eighth of September, twenty twenty two. And um, for anyone who doesn't know, today, uh, Queen Elizabeth passed away. So we lost uh, our monarch here in the United Kingdom, and it's actually a very sad day here. But the reason I think, um, you know, I, I am not particularly like sitting here sobbing and wearing black and all that is because uh, I think it was Queen Elizabeth's father during World War II who came up with the famous British phrase, um, uh, what is it, carry on something, keep something oh uh, you know that one right yeah oh you make me want to google it keep. yes something keep and carry on keep keep, keep calm something. and carry on yes keep calm yeah. and carry on keep calm and carry on and so I, that's that's a lesson from her father and i think she would want us not to grind to a halt as a society and and just start mourning for the rest of our lives and and and, and being miserable she would want us to keep calm and carry on. Yeah. We're not disrespecting her in any way. Yeah. We're honoring her by keeping calm and carrying on yes. with a little thought and a little nod to her because she, she was a you know, mostly beloved figure. Of course, some people don't like her, but she's a mostly yeah. beloved figure in the world. I've never, I've never heard of anybody not liking her, but um, I, well, I, I have. <laughs> I, you're probably you're in the UK, yeah. but it's, it's, <laughs> it's funny that I just got that text while we were getting ready before the podcast. I just got the text that said "Long live the Queen," and didn't put it together that we're that you're in the UK. I mean, I knew that you were in the UK, but it didn't put it together. Um, ah, yeah, it yeah. just happened at this moment right before we record this. Yeah. Podcast. So, I mean, people will probably be listening to this, you know, years later. And so they, it's just, it's just, uh, so it's obviously not relevant to them at the time. If it's like 2028 or something, maybe it'll be King Charles. But, uh, but for now it's, it's just something to be aware of that as we're recording this, that just happened you know, hours ago, literally. And so it's a, it's a big deal here. 
uh, in this country and actually in the world because she's well known throughout the world and well liked and loved throughout the world. Yeah. Uh, again, not universally, but nearly universally. So I yeah. think that's uh, she hasn't been a super controversial figure or anything like that. So yeah. I think that's that's just something to be aware of. But, you know, we need to like I said, keep calm and carry on. And she was, you know, she was a dog person anyway. So whatever. <laughs> you be nice, really? Justin. <laughs> now she's laughing. Rest in peace. I mean, yes. it really is the end of a, of a, an a era. long era. So I know. Oh that. yeah. 70 years as, as the queen of England. I yeah. mean, she, she started during world war two and Winston Churchill and, 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 and uh, you know, it's, something like an iPhone would have been considered uh, nearly sorcery back then, you know, because because that was the times where, you know, uh, a lot of people didn't even have telephones in their homes at the time, like a landline, the old the old machine there that most kids these days don't even know what it is. Yeah, uh, that didn't exist. Computers didn't exist. There was no there was no streaming. There was no even computer. You know, the, the first computers didn't come out till I think 20 years later. And the, and, and, and a simple thing. Uh, to do a simple calculation would have taken up a whole room, you know, yeah, let right. alone this. This would have yeah. not even been in the realm of imagination at the time, Isn't other that- than science fiction. So anyway, so that's that's someone who lived through a lot of history, which is cool. Oh, you got a cat there, huh? <laughs> Zorro. Yeah, Zorro's like climbing around the... Ah uh, yes, yes. I met Zorro before when, when we recorded the, an episode of The Kitty Boss with you guys. Yeah. I, I met Zorro. He likes to be. He likes to be on camera. I he was. Likes to yeah, but he's cute. He should be. Yes, yeah. he is the best. Oh he my is. gosh. Well, oh my goodness. Today is a uh, is a is a significant day, and it is um, always exciting to uh, talk with someone. It's. I don't know. It is extra putting the dots together. Like I know. Today, uh, I can't with the Queen's passing yes. just moments ago, I am and being able to talk with you over there in the in the UK right now. So yeah. I'm I'm sure that today is going to be. Um, very memorable for a number of reasons. Yeah. But- well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it will be. Although, you know, I, I almost asked you, <coughs> you guys, sorry, I almost asked you guys if you uh, were going to have some wine right now. But then I realized, actually, while it's after dinner right now, so it'd be totally appropriate if I had a glass of wine, it might be a bit early for you to have <laughs> to have a glass of wine at this juncture where you are because you're not, <laughs> so it's because yeah, it's 8, 8.30 p.m. here. Even for us, we, it's a yeah, little early. I mean, we sometimes start early, but noon is a, a bit it's, too it's, early it's for, us. Yeah. for us. Yeah. yeah, and we actually have another live right after this where we're going to be doing a tour of our house to show all of the catification um, in our home oh, cool. where we've, uh, where we've uh, and give people tips on how you can in a small or large space, whether you own or you rent, um, you can actually provide enrichment in your home in different mm. ways. So, um, so we, we don't want to drink before that. Yeah. But no, 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 that's, that's probably a good idea. And that's really cool. It's a really, really cool idea. Although my home probably needs more humification, humanification than catification because it's pretty much a cat layer uh, and I just live there. it's true it's true oh Oh my goodness justin thank you so much for joining us um again link is in the description go uh join and follow his um uh his journey actually for with all the all the awesome stuff that he's doing thank you so much for doing what you're doing and 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 um, I don't know all the P words, but uh, for for I know we were for, trying to memorize. I, know, I was it. like, how do I? Can I memorize that? That my brain's not working today to do that. Um, but the trick is, is even if you memorized it, it's actually being able to say it. Uh, to, because it, I, I purposely used a ton of alliteration, and it's 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 a tongue twister. All the stuff that I say, so so it it's even if you did memorize it, you might have to practice like 
a hundred times before you can actually say it without like stuttering or spinning or something. Uh, I, I just, I just thought it would be fun to do it that way. But, but yeah, it's how to pick, pamper, and protect your practically perfect pussycat for a lifetime of unconditional love. I love it. <laughs> that's, that's so- Go give Justin a follow. Uh, thank you so much for having me here. Uh, I'm really grateful. I'm really honored to be here with you guys because you produce, you know, some of the best content out there that's real, that's realistic and real. And of course, you have the greatest products ever. Uh, so I think it's really I'm honored to be here. And, you know, like I said, I invite anyone who's listening, who's curious, who wants to, you know, come be a meow mentor with me. Yeah, yes, mentor. That's, that. that's the best. Oh, uh, Justin, I'll be certifying you. meow mentors. <laughs> <laughs> trademark that. that. Yeah, trademark that. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, um, Justin. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Yes, um, and we will see you. A yes, good evening to you in yeah, the UK. Go pour some wine. Yes. <laughs> we will see you awesome. all very soon. <laughs> Thank bye you, bye. guys. Bye.